And I teach several different types of classes and do presentations and farmers markets and all types of things to reach different crowds. But one thing that's consistent, a consistent message that I give anybody I'm talking to is, you know, don't keep this information to yourself. Tell somebody you love because we all know somebody who has diabetes, who is obese, who has high blood pressure or heart disease, you know, and we don't want this to keep destroying our families. You're listening to Stuck in the Middle Podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, artists, and movers and shakers of African descent. Hear stories, ideas, experiences, and advice on breaking the mold. This episode is brought to you by our online store. Visit sitmpodcast.com to shop Stuck in the Middle Podcast gear. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Stuck in the Middle Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. one of your hosts, AK. I'm Reflex, man. AK, how's Yo, your week man. been, bro? You look, you look, first of all, man, you come up in the Washington Redskins home dressed like a freaking Dallas Cowboy. What's up with you, man? The disrespect. Hey, man, listen. The hat looks good. I don't like the hat. Does it look good, though? I don't like the hat. Okay. It looks hideous. It looks hideous? <laughs> yes. What you going to do, fam? I'm gonna fight you after this podcast. <laughs> How's your Literally, week, man. How's my skin is getting dog right now by the Minnesota Vikings. You come up in here adding salt to injury. I don't care about football, man. All right, man. Yeah. Forget you then. Nah, my week been alright, man. My week been alright. I like them kicks. Oh, okay. I like them kicks. I like them kicks. My week been alright though. My week, <laughs> my week been alright though, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to everybody who's been showing love to my new video, Temptation. Man. Yeah, man. Y'all yeah. yeah, was listening to Temptation by Reflex, by the way. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, twenty thousand views on you on Facebook and counting a stack on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Keep sharing that. Keep watching, man. How about you? How's your week been? Man, my week been good, man. You know, just trying to fight this procrastination lifestyle, man. It's crazy, fam, but. I'm getting there. Yes, sir. I'm getting there. Yeah. I hear that, man. But yeah, yeah we ain't procrastinate on you know, this guest, this week's nah, nah, guest. Nah. Now, before before, before, before we just got um, this week's guest, um, shout out to, you know, Ty and, you know, Hustle Hard Global. Yes, sir. You know, I heard it put on a great show yesterday. How was it, by the way? Now, the show was dope. Uh, the event, I should say, was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Hustle Hard Global, Hoop for Hope. They uh, had a basketball tournament, celebrity basketball tournament, uh, putting together, you know, supplies for Kenya. You know, we've had Ty on the podcast. Yeah. She's talked about it. If you haven't listened or watched that episode, go check it out. And, uh, yeah, it was great. I had a chance to perform, too, man. Met some dope people after. It was it was great. It was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Sir. But yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to Ty, though. Yeah, shout out to Ty, man. And, uh, you know, everybody who, you know, had a hand, you know, to make that event, you know, be glorious and stuff. But, hey, today. Yes, sir. You feeling you feeling good about this episode, fam? I'm feeling I feel I feel like you know after this episode I'm gonna it's gonna be like one of those like <laughs> those things where you know when people watch the what the hell mm-hmm. you know fork and knife and all them documentaries you start be like dang I'm about to just I'm about to just breathe and drink water and just go right. to sleep I'm not eating nothing. But you're trying to gain weight though, so I I'm mean, trying like... to gain weight. So yeah, <laughs> I guess it's gonna help me just do just that. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm excited, man. Let them know who we got in the building today. Hey, yo, man. Hey, today in the building we have a plan based nutrition edu- educator working on you know working in urban areas to inspire educate and empower people to make healthier lifestyles lifestyle choices ladies and gentlemen please help us welcome nika shokes aka nick the nutritionist aka nick to stuck in the middle podcast hey. thank you so much nick, welcome to the podcast to the yo pod, thank man. you so much i'm so happy to be here with you all hey it's Be- been uh before we went on i was like 
Nika or Neka. How do you pronounce it? How, how would your parents pronounce it when they met? Okay, so my parents don't agree <laughs> on how you pronounce my name. Uh, for most of my life, I went by Nanika. Mm -hmm. And my mom calls me Nanika. Uh, but my dad calls me Nika. Uh, I, I meet, it's a Nigerian name, so mm -hmm. I meet Nigerians and they ask me if I know where my name is from. Yeah. Do I know what it means? Am I Igbo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they pronounce it as Neka. So mm -hmm. uh, I answer to all of the above. I'm going to go with Neka. Yeah. Neka. Yeah. I she was just like, yeah, okay. she's not, she not, she not African. <laughs> she's not one of she us. She's not one of us. <laughs> <laughs> she other. <laughs> it's unique. Have you been back? Have you been to Nigeria? No, I've never been. Do you aspire to be? Oh, yeah, definitely. What's Most stopping definitely. you? Uh, well, you know, I'm just that now really getting though. to a point. Yeah, I'm just now getting to a point where I've been traveling. I have some trips coming up that I'm really excited about. So, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Work-related? Oh, no, this is all play. Oh, this <laughs> is all okay. okay. We're going to get to that. We're going to get this to that. This is all play. But for those who are listening right now, then, you know, like, who's Nick? I mean, who's Nick the nutritionist? Like, please... Help us, you know, introduce yourself to, you know, fellow listeners. Okay, well, you gave a great description of what I do. I'm a plant-based nutrition educator. So, uh, I'm from Maryland. I'm from PG County. I grew up in PG County, and I went to Morgan State University in Baltimore. Shout out to Morgan State. Hey, Morgan State. Go Bears. Yes, sir. Hey. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I studied health education at Morgan mm -hmm. State, and I kind of got my start uh, doing HIV and AIDS, safe sex education in the community. And I've also done some home safety work with uh, Johns Hopkins, some different projects they were working on. Uh, but that whole time I was kind of evolving my own diet and trying to be healthier. And I realized that there was really a passion for me and I wanted to help other people um, make better choices because I think nutrition is one of the main things that separates you know, the rich and the poor, the have, the have nots in this country. Um, the diet, the food that's available to you in your communities, uh, the food that we eat as part of our cultures. And um, I think a lot of people in my community are lacking in that in, in that uh, information and access that, that's available to them. So, that's facts. Yeah, so that's my job. That's what I do. I take this education and I take the food uh, into the areas that don't usually receive it. Yeah. Just for, you know, those who are watching, by the way, and like what gives her, you know, I mean, what qualifications does she have for this? You know what I mean? She, I mean, she has a bachelor in community health education from Morgan State University and a master's in community nutrition education from Maryland University of um, Integrative Health. You know what I mean? You, I mean, you thought, you know, in um, nutrition in Baltimore area, you know, drug treatment facilities, Head Start programs, um, transitional houses, schools yeah. and churches. Yeah. You know, I mean, when did you really realize that, you know, you wanted to be a nutritionist? Mm hmm. Uh, I realized that I wanted to work with food maybe about four or five years ago. And, uh, you know, I started trying to move my career in that direction. But I was realizing that I didn't have the qualifications to do the work that I was really passionate to do. Mm -hmm. So I realized that I had to take a step back. I needed to go back to school and I needed to make sure I had the credentials to, to present the information and to work in the field that I wanted to do. So that's what I did. I uh, studied nutrition at Maryland University of Integrative Health. And from there, opportunities just kept coming my way and coming my way. People invited me here and there to do cooking demonstrations and to do presentations and to teach classes. So work just kept coming my way. And I realized that I needed to build some structure and some organization around it. Mm -hmm. So that's what pushed me to you know start my business and to just really be official. So when I think, you know, when I hear of nutritionists, right, 
um, I think of dietitians. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's the, I mean, is there a difference? What's the difference? So could you please help us yeah, break that down? <laughs> so, so yeah, this is controversial. <laughs> it's really controversial. So my opinion and what the difference is, is that dietitians kind of follow the USDA outline. It used to be the food pyramid. Mm-hmm. Now they have the my plate structure. Um, and it's pretty much, you know, that's the that's the organization that tells you, you know, to eat 12 servings of, of grains a day, like bread and things like that. Um, a couple servings of meat and uh, low fat dairy and things like that. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, you know, these are the things in the diet that are feeding disease that's keeping people sick. And um, so nutritionists or a holistic nutritionist that I am. Uh, so we look at the quality of foods okay. um, and how they can build your body. So we're not just going to tell you to, you know, eat this dairy and eat these uh, refined grains. You know, we're going to tell you to look at the quality of your food, to see how it's going to build your body, to see how it is reacting with different things in your body. To, Yeah, I just think we take a more holistic approach to nutrition as opposed to dietitians. So, like, you, you said it's controversial, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, why, why... W- not, not to put you know add more to the controversy, but what, which is better? <laughs> which is better? Yeah, I'd say they both have their pros. And they both have because we, pros. you know, saying we yeah. try to be healthy, you know, yeah. what I mean? like so, yeah. like you know what? Yeah, I'm they not, you really know, so work. Of course, yeah, so most works. nutritionists and dietitians work in like different fields. So mm-hmm. dietitian will work like with hospitals, at clinics, and mm-hmm. really like medical in the medical area. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm a nutritionist, and to me, my uh, what I want to do is I want to be in the community. Specifically, the hood. That's yeah. what. <laughs> that's what why I the love. hood though. Why the hood? Because we need it, and mm-hmm. those are my people. I've heard you. Say- <laughs> Were you raised people. in the hood? I wasn't raised in the hood, but you know, I I live close to. I live yeah, in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so mentioned everywhere like, is close to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you mentioned. I'm sure I'm hood as a kid. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Hey, like, it's around yeah, the corner. Know. If you don't live in it, it's around <laughs> the corner. Speaking of hoods, yeah. like you know, what I'm saying just digging up on you. You mentioned like you know, um, desert food areas. Yeah. Like, what is that? A food desert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a food desert is an area that uh, the residents who live in that area, they don't have a grocery store Mm -hmm. within a certain mile. I think it's like a half mile. They don't have a grocery store. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's lack of, um, so if there's no grocery store, then that means the only options available for the people to eat are corner stores like carryouts, Mm -hmm. um, fast food restaurants. There are more liquor stores than food options in these areas. Um, and residents don't have access to transportation mm. to get to the grocery yeah, stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what, what would you, what would you know? See, you person like you living in those areas do to help the community? So what I do is I bring food in. I do a lot of cooking demonstrations. So I'll make the healthy food mm-hmm. and um, bring it directly to these communities so they can sample it and just kind of know what a, a healthy meal looks like, what it tastes like, what you should look for. Um, and I also spread education because there are a lot of resources available. I know specifically the resources in Baltimore best, but uh, I also educate people about the resources that are available to you to um, buy um, groceries, produce at a discounted rate, mm-hmm. um, to learn how to grow your own, and just other places where you can go to get a healthy meal. Yeah. Say, teach me how to fish, don't give me a fish. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I like Absolutely. that. How long Absolutely. you been doing this? So I've been doing this work officially for about a year and a half now. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. What are the yeah. benefits? Yeah. The benefits of this work? Yeah. yeah. Well, I get to do what I'm passionate well, you, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not working a day. You're you know. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. So, 
so when you work in in something that you're passionate about, it's not work to you. It feeds your soul. That's mm. true. And I just try to be in that lane as much as I can to do the things I'm passionate about because you do the most change in the world. You know, mm. I'm about making the world a better place, helping my community. Let's hear some examples, yo. Like you know, one like I'm sure every day for you, like you you, you speaking is like yo, you enjoying it. It's like one day where it's like yo, I really this is rewarding testimonial for real. Every day. So um, so this has been my side hustle. You know, you got to fake it till you make it. So this has been my side oh, hustle. Shoot. I still so what, have what's, a nine to five. What's your hustle hustle? Yeah, I still, <laughs> I still got a nine to five. Well, I, mm, good news. I just, well, I had a nine to five. Oh, okay. <laughs> just I had a nine to five. Um, updates to come. I had a nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, so, and I work down in this area mm. in PG County and I live in Baltimore. So, and I've been doing that job for the past seven years. Mm -hmm. So for the past seven years, I've been commuting an hour each way. And then, so all this work that you see me doing on my Instagram, on my Facebook, on my website, all this work I do after work, you know? Wow. Wow. So I have to make the hour commute home and, you know, fix a recipe to take to a class and Mm -hmm. go teach a class and then bring everything home and then wash all the dishes and then get up and go to work the next day you know so it's like always you know i'm tired it's a lot of work i need to go grocery shop every week or every other day (laughs) Mm. you know to do the work that i do and it takes a lot out of you and i may not feel like doing something or making that drive or going to teach but i know it's my lane and i know this is my life's purpose because as soon as i get there as soon as it's time for me to go on it just changes. You know how like Beyonce talks about <laughs> when she gets on stage yeah, and like, like yeah, yeah. you know, just something switches and yeah. it goes to like autopilot. And that's just how it is. You know, I, I know this is my lane and it, it energizes me. Mm-hmm. You know so, what I'm saying? Like it sounds. It feeds me. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what my question is going. It feeds you and everything. But you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you got where's the bag like you got to pay the bills oh i mean of course that's the benefit it's lucrative and you know when you have a good business i have a good i know that this is my lane because it works well Mm -hmm. and i make some money from it so and if you make money from doing your passions you know it's even better yeah it's even better better. yeah so keep the opportunities coming man what is it what is your daily or weekly you know uh, meal plan like you know personally so personally this is something that i'm working on to do better because um like i said i'm a busy person and Mm -hmm. when i teach my classes i tell people like i get it (laughs) Mm -hmm. because i'm fortunate enough that where i work we have a cafeteria and i'm able to find some pretty healthy choices there not everything is but i can find something pretty healthy to put together to myself so you don't but for myself as somebody who cooks so much for other people you know, cooking for myself, it, it's work. You know, when I get home to my kitchen, I just want to relax. <laughs> <laughs> so, you. you know, I'm, I'm working on that. And, you know, I'm going to have a lot more time on my hands to invest in myself into meal planning and things like that. But, yeah. So what do you have for something. breakfast? What do I have for breakfast? I like having oatmeal. I'll have a boiled egg. Oatmeal. Um, fruit. I like to include fruit in my breakfast. I like using, I don't use sweeteners. In my oatmeal, other than honeys, I started using some honey sometimes. I like that. It's, you know, warm. So you want that warm breakfast now. Um, but I like using dry fruit and dried coconuts in my oatmeal. Um, other than that, I'll have like a boiled egg and a piece of fruit. Do you eat the the, the yolk? The yolk? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yolk yeah. is beneficial. The yolk is good for you. Yeah, A lot of people want the egg whites, and that's usually for cholesterol reasons. But if you don't have an issue with cholesterol, then yeah, I eat the yolk. So what do you have for um, um, lunch? 
Lunch, I like having a veggie sandwich um, from the set. We have like a, you know, a Subway type thing mm-hmm. at my job. So I do like a sandwich. Just give me all the veggies. Mm-hmm. Or I'll do like a salad. Mm-hmm. And dinner. Um, sometimes they'll have something like spaghetti or something. I'll just get it with the... I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. Uh, so I'll just do the um, tomato sauce on it or something. Or if so they have some a stir fry or no something meat. like that. No meat. No shrimp. No seafood. No seafood. Why no. are you a vegetarian? Ah. <laughs> I'm going to stay out of that. <laughs> why, now, why are you a vegetarian? Um, well, I started doing research about the diets that are healthiest for people. And I'm just very much that type of person where if they say, you know, don't do this or it'll cause cancer, I'm like, okay, got it. Okay, what else you want me to do? You know, exercise five days a week. Like, okay, got it. You know, what else you want me to do? So I started learning that the more meat you consume, the higher you uh, increase your risk for diabetes, for cancer, for um, heart disease, all these things. And I don't want that. Just meat? Well, it contributes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the less you eat, the lower your risk for it. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, easy. I won't eat meat, you know. And I, I didn't do it drastically, you know, overnight. Um, Tapered. Yeah, I did. I did. So I started with, like, beef and pork. So I cut out maybe, like, 10 years ago. And then maybe, like, three years later, I cut out um, chicken, turkey, you know, poultry. Mm-hmm. And I just ate seafood for maybe, like, five years. And it's just been, like, maybe three or four years now that I don't eat any meat at all. So I did it in steps. See, I cannot and dairy. I yeah. cannot have food without meat. It's impossible. So what's a, what's the alternative what's a, uh, alternative for that? As, without going to like the fake virtue burgers and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't advocate for those because I still say it's processed food, it's right. junk food, right. you know. It doesn't even taste right. Yeah. Talk, for yeah. some people it doesn't. Yeah. Um but I would just, you know, I watch, let you watch some of those documentaries. <laughs> get scare scared straight. Bit. Yeah, get scared straight because a lot of people may think like that. And I used to say the same thing about, like, cheese, you know. Like, I love cheese, but I let it go and I don't miss it. Mm-hmm. But um, you just have to do, the like, the cost-benefit analysis of it, you know. Like, what are my risks for eating this right. meat? What am I risking? What are the benefits that I can achieve if I see? I watch all those movies uh-huh. and it still didn't move me. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, y'all gonna kill the cow like that? Fine. I'm uh-huh. still going. So, what about the health stay. part? Okay, not the animal part, but um, what about the health part? Well, we all gonna die someday, right? Okay. So well, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you I, see the people getting their like leg. It's drastic, you know, situations. But you know, yeah. when people have to get their legs amputated and can't get around and right, can't right, breathe right. or walk right. up the steps, it's the quality of life. Yeah, we all gotta die sometime, but we all don't have to struggle while we're yeah, alive. Yeah, like when you catch facts. diabetes, yeah, yeah, that's, and, like, facts. Yeah. that's facts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See, I, 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 I'm in a position now, and I just started doing this January of this year, um, where I'm moving more and more to seafood. Mm-hmm. Not even you know, for health reasons, just because meat is just getting. I'm just getting yeah. tired of listen meat. to your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, your body is wise. Listen to it. So, if you consume a lot of meat, what's the signal it's sending to you? Like, what signal is it sending to your body? Um, just feeling heavy, feeling bloated, yeah, um, right not having regular digestion. Like, if you're not going to the bathroom ah. at least once a day, <laughs> and that's the minimum. You know, it should be. You know, every meal you have, you should mm-hmm. go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so signs like that, if you're not going to the bathroom often enough, you know that 
you need more fiber, which is plant um, plant food. Mm-hmm. You need right. more plants in your diet. Yeah. True. For a person, I wanna you know I wanna garner some you know knowledge out of you first before you know. <laughs> Sorry, viewers <laughs> and listeners, I'm a bit selfish. I'm trying to gain weight. Uh-huh. Help me out. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so high fiber foods will be good for you. You can, you know, bulk up things. Do you do things like smoothies? Mm-hmm. So stuff that you can add to your smoothies is healthy fats, like um, coconut milk. You can cook your foods with coconut milk or make stews with them or add them to your smoothies. You can add things like oatmeal and peanut butter to bulk up the calories mm-hmm. um, and the protein to help build muscle. Um, you can add things like avocados. So healthy fats. Nuts are good things um, that are very calorie dense. Mm-hmm. First stuff you don't got a wife, <laughs> so I don't know how you're gonna cook all this hey, stuff. Man. <laughs> that one is coming later, bag. Want to do it as bachelor, so I can look healthy for yeah. wife. When she see me, eh, she will just be like healthy, baba. Hey, that's so, that's so, that's so. <laughs> when somebody hears plant, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, finish. When somebody hears plant based, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I automatically think, you know, plant. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. celery, collard greens, sticks and leaves. Sticks and leaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> How you know, is that? What is it? What is plant based no. diet? So, so you made a great point earlier when you said not the fake stuff like the veggie burgers and mm-hmm. the fake bacon and the fake. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that stuff may be made out of plants, but it's still processed. So what I say, what I mean when I say plant-based diet is uh, food, eating food that looks similar to how it's grown, you know, that has not been heavily processed. So that's all the vegetables. Those are um, the beans, legumes, uh, leafy greens, broccoli, beans. I feel like I said beans a lot of times. (laughs) (laughs) I love beans. I eat a lot of beans. Hold on, hold on. I was actually, like, I had a debate about job, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, this girl said uh, beans is a vegetable. I said no, it's protein. She said no, it's a vegetable. She said look it up. I, like, I, don't, I don't got time for that. But since you're here, uh-huh. you know what I mean. What is beans like? Is it? Yeah, you're both protein right. or yeah. It so beans are vegetable with the power of meat. They it's a very dense protein source too. Yeah. I'm gonna take it a step further. I had I heard a nutritionist recently said beans is not healthy. Oh, I think they are. Why yeah. wouldn't they be? Why aren't they? How are they healthy? I mean, you just answered, yeah. Yeah, so they have no cholesterol. They uh-huh. have um, no fat. They're high in fiber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are good things. Good uh, building blocks for your body and high in protein. Very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Like, beans are some of the cheapest foods that you can buy. Like, I know a lot of people in the black community, that's what their parents and grandparents would do and put on a pot of beans. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what you would eat for the whole week because mm-hmm. it's very inexpensive and it stretches. You can feed a whole family for very little money. That's true. Mm-hmm. You, you are an instructor through John Hopkins, you know, health, um, faith and food program. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, you taught your audience the traditional ways of eating through African heritage. Mm-hmm. What is... What is that? What is the African heritage? So that just pretty much means the way that our ancestors in the continent ate before, you know, we came to this country. So if you heard of soul food in this country, you know, that's pretty much the heritage of black Americans right in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, very high fat, a lot of high sodium meals, uh, the macaroni and cheese. Thanksgiving's coming up. So this is what a lot of people are looking forward to. The, yeah. the sweet potatoes <laughs> with all the sugar in it and then the marshmallows on top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
it's just, you know, a lot of fried food, the fried chicken, the fried yeah. pork chop. And this, these are the foods that really, the potato salads with all the mayonnaise and stuff. Right. So these are the foods that lead to a lot of the health problems in our communities. Black Americans are at higher risk for just about all the chronic illnesses. And I think it's heavily attributed to our diet and our lifestyle, which is our culture around food. Mm -hmm. So what we do um, with the Faith and Food Program with um, the Johns Hopkins Office of Community Health is we use the African Heritage Diet Pyramid to teach um, our classes the way our ancestors used to eat because they didn't have these health problems that we have today. So that's a plant-based curriculum. So it's just reintroducing people to the flavors, the using spices, African-inspired spices to um, season your food instead of relying so heavily on salt. Um, and just using whole foods like uh, whole grains, um, beans and rice, vegetables, fruits, um, leafy greens. So those are the topics of the te of each class. Yeah. Shout out to um, um, Ali Mufar of yeah. um, I Heart Health Expo. Yeah. You know, we had on the show. That's if you haven't girl. listened to that, you know, episode, mm -hmm. you know, you can check it out. Both of you was based in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And you two, like, you big advocates for, you know, heart disease and anything health in mm -hmm. the Baltimore area, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you plan on actually going outside of the Baltimore area? And why are you guys so heavily invested in the Baltimore area? Do I plan on going outside of the Baltimore area? I plan on going to any area that I'm invited to, you know. I'm really just open to this path that's being laid out in front of me, and I try to be obedient to all the opportunities that are coming my way and all the um, the purpose that's mm -hmm. been put on my life to spread this message and mm -hmm. to, to educate people to be healthier. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, definitely I dream big. So, isn't it, you know, you mentioned earlier, you go in somebody's house. Uh-huh. I invite and you cook, you know, and, and uh -huh. you you train and like, yeah. hey, this is um how to eat healthy and and now how not to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. But as far as like as a community, how can we, you know, like you mentioned, desert areas, desert mm -hmm. food areas. How can mm -hmm. we begin to change those things? I just feel like each because person... it's easier to touch, you know, saying family, family, and you know, so as a as a, a society in whole. Mm -hmm. Where can we? Where can we? Help I them? just feel like each person has to do their part, and you know, I don't have the grand answer to how to fix this problem, but mm -hmm. I know how to do my part. Mm -hmm. And my part, like you said, is to be hands-on, to teach people, and to do these classes mm -hmm. um, that I do. And I teach several different types of classes, and do presentations and farmers markets and all types of things to reach different crowds. But one thing that's consistent, a consistent message that I give anybody I'm talking to is, you know, don't keep this information to yourself. Tell somebody you love, because we all know somebody who has diabetes, mm -hmm. who is obese, who has high blood pressure or heart disease, you know? And we don't want this to keep destroying our families. Mm -hmm. So tell somebody you love, especially the youth. Teach the children how to make healthier choices because you know, we know when we get older, it's harder to break these habits that we've developed over our whole lives. But a child, um, it'd be easier for them to make a switch because they're not, it's not as ingrained in them. Financially, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you get, just going to Whole Foods or like Trader Joe's, it's like, if I go to Giant, you know, it's going to be three ninety nine. If I go to Whole Foods, it's five ninety nine. Like, mm -hmm. How How do we, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Some of these stores are overpriced, but the thing is... I don't, I only shop from these stores for things that I can't find other places, right? Mm -hmm. So 
I do most of my shopping at Safeway, but like I said, I don't eat meat. So those are the, some of the most expensive uh, items that you'll purchase in the grocery store. But the vegetables are pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, the beans are pretty cheap. And that's what I like to do is shop the perimeter of the grocery store because everything in the middle is pretty much processed, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part. Um, but the vegetables, the bread, um, the grains, those are some of the cheapest things that you can find in the grocery store. And we have grocery stores like Aldi who uh, have tons of organic items that you can choose from. A lot of healthy options too um, that are already at discounted prices. So yeah, you can shop things like farmer's markets and a lot of farmer's markets accept EBT and food assistance cards and they'll even match you to give you double your dollars just for shopping there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. What are the best vegetables to eat? Um, so the the most nutrient dense vegetable that there is is a leafy green called watercress. So I always tell my uh, classes if you can find some watercress or ever see it on your food, uh, definitely eat that. It's the most nutrient dense thing. I ain't never heard of no watercress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a leafy green. Um, well, I looked that up. Yeah, yeah, watercress. So you can find that like any grocery store. Um, I'm not sure about any grocery store. You may have to go to like a more you know Whole Foods. Why is it? Why is Wegmans, it? Why is it like the thing? most healthy? Why is and it how bad? do you eat it? Uh, so you can eat it raw. Uh, you can put it in a soup or something. Uh, put it in a smoothie. That's what I've done for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it grows that way. It's, it has the most nutrients hmm. of any crust. of any vegetable. Watercress. Can you help again with? <laughs> <laughs> Probably <water> not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I want to get back. You know what I, mean? I just want to look. <laughs> so tell us, what's your best teaching experience? And what made you enjoy it so much? Okay. Uh, So this has been a journey for me because I'm a very shy person. And I I realized that this was my calling to, you know, be in front of crowds and to talk to people. But it scared me to death. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really just had to get over that by keep exposing myself to it, keep putting myself out there, accepting the opportunities that really do frighten me. Um, So one thing that I that I do or used to do when I had presentations, I I used to make sure that I had really good notes to refer to Mm -hmm. and like write out every single word (laughs) that I was going to say just so I wouldn't feel awkward or wouldn't feel shy or, you know, to know what I would be talking about. So recently I was invited to do a presentation at my alma mater, Morgan State, and um, hey, go Bears. (laughs) (laughs) So... um, I don't know if I just was running out of time this day, but I didn't have time to sit down and make my notes. But by this time, I've been doing my presentations pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. And um, so this was the first presentation I did where I didn't have any notes. And it went so awesome. Oh, shoot. <laughs> it went so awesome. So it just really taught me that I can just, you know, go off the dome mm. and, you know, and just talk about the things that I'm passionate about. And I got some feedback after that presentation. And, you know, the crowd just really said that they felt my passion and uh, could just really, really see that I was very knowledgeable and, yeah, knew mm-hmm. what I was talking about. So that was just great feedback on top of a great experience. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, that's in my books now is the best presentation that's I've dope. done. And it that's was at dope. my alma mater, <laughs> giving back to my university, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, who has given me so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you keep current, you know, on the changes, you know, um, with science with science and nutrition yeah so that's something that research is coming out all the time so i i do a lot of reading 
Uh, I have some websites and some nutritionists that I follow that I really trust their opinions. So if ever I'm confused about something or just want some clarification, I have a couple websites that I'll go to mm-hmm. um, that I really trust and um, just read up, read up and study. Mm-hmm. What's the most interesting piece you've read recently? Recently, yeah. Like what, what, what are some mm-hmm. trends in like how culture, you know, society is shifting yeah. that you think is troubling or you think is good? Well, one thing that I really think is good is uh, these documentaries that are coming out, uh, like most recently, What the Health, and how so many people are seeing and sharing the information with their friends. And um, it's inspiring people to make some changes. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people try to make changes overnight and um, run into some mistakes, you know, choose some of those quick convenience foods like the fake meats and stuff like that and think that they're making healthier choices when, you know, you can do a little bit better than that. But I just seeing that trend, seeing that people are more concerned about their nutrition and what they're eating and and learning about um, just how to eat healthier and how to um, decrease the amount of animal products you eat. That's making me very happy. Should we just take every, you know what I'm saying, because it's a documentary on Netflix. Should we just see everything in there? I mean, I'm sure you watch them. Is yeah. there anything that you're critical about? As a, as a yeah, definitely. Well? You yeah. always have to take a critical eye, even outside of being a nutritionist, just being a media consumer. You know, you never just want to take anybody's word. Mm-hmm. So I always read. I, You know, anytime I consume something, I, I listen to podcasts about it. Uh, I, I look up YouTube videos, you know, Mm -hmm. that's just my personality. Like, I always want to know more, more. like, what are, what else are people saying about this? What didn't I catch that, um, you know, I just want to read somebody else's opinion about. So I don't take every single thing that they say, but, um, I always just say if something resonates with you, take that and Mm -hmm. leave everything else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there are p- some points to that documentary mm-hmm. that I am critical about, and you know, I don't sing its praises, but I think it does do a good job of laying out the case for well, why plant-based diets are healthier. So, so that's the you. message that I want people to take. You just answered my question. <laughs> 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 Bam. <laughs> Stamp. What's gonna be What's gonna be on your Thanksgiving table? Ah, uh, so Thanksgiving this year is gonna be a bit different. Um, I'm actually going to be spending my Thanksgiving with a friend, so I have no idea (laughs) what they're having. But usually uh, when I'm at home, um, so my mom does this whole typical, you know, black family Thanksgiving. Have you influenced your family? Yeah, a little, a little. They're, you know, my dad, he's a tough one to break. (laughs) He's a tough one to break. (laughs) Yeah, you know how y'all are. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know how y'all are. So he's a tough one to break. But um, so one thing, my mom, uh, you know, she makes the pot of greens. She used to use the ham hocks, but, you know, mm-hmm. she moved to the smoked to- turkey necks and stuff now. And um, so she used to just, um, you know, make the, the family pot of greens and just put me like some greens and some water. And they were the saddest little greens. And she's serving to me. I'm just like, <laughs> there's no love in my right. greens, Ma. So I had to tell, I'm like, Ma, like you didn't put any love in my greens. So what she started doing is that she would make all the greens together, right? And then at the very end, she would scoop mine out and then put the meat in the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so you know my greens got the love too so she just started doing some things like that and um she'll like bake me a sweet potato and make me some black eyed peas so i have like very simple meals you know nothing spectacular but you know i still get to sit and eat with my family but one year my mom i guess she forgot to get the meat for everybody else mm. so she just ended up having a whole pot of the greens without the meat oh shoot <laughs> and oh and my dad at that time he was like yeah i guess they're not that bad without the meat <laughs> oh, <my God>. yeah. <laughs> So things like that, like, aha, I told you, you know, we can do this every once in a while or, you know, one side dish without any meat in it. So, yeah, I'm glad they got to see that. Man. That was a happy mistake. What are the most important skills or trades, right, of a nutritionist? I mean, like, what, to you, right, what Mm -hmm. does a nutritionist, like, possess that makes them... You know, nutritionist, I guess. Like, if somebody wants to do this, you know, yeah. they're watching, like, yo, I love what you're doing. Yeah. There's bag in it and there's uh-huh. passion in it. Uh-huh. What does it take? Uh-huh. So, what you just said, passion. You have to be passionate about it because you work with people and so many different types of people. So, definitely having the skill to be a people person and uh, to approach people on their level and to not be judgmental of any mm. of the different communities you work with. Because, mm. um, like I said, I work with a lot of um very low income families. I, I worked in Head Start programs um, and drug rehab facilities, you know, so that's kind of, that's kind of, you know, the community that I work with. So have an open mind, be able to meet people where they are, being a people person and definitely organization because doing what I do, I do a lot of cooking uh, presentations in front of people. And so most of the time you're cooking in your kitchen, you have access to where everything is. So to me, I have to think through every single step and everything that I'll need Mm -hmm. to accomplish that. Every single ingredient, every measuring spoon, every knife. Um, And on top of um, all the information that I'm going to present. So just having a hold on all of that Mm. and being able to present, cook at the same time, problem solve if Mm. something goes Mm -hmm. wrong to make it look like nothing's Mm. going wrong, you know, to... Being able to multitask and do all of that at the same time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How much does your faith, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, just reading up on you, you have a Bible study that you're involved with that you, you go and you present, you know, cooking and stuff. Like, How yes. much does it play in, in what you do? Uh, so, to be honest, that was something new for me because I hadn't uh, considered myself religious mm-hmm. for some time. And then I got the job teaching um, in within the Bible studies is what mm-hmm. our faith and food program does. Um But like I mentioned before, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. And it's really been a blessing for my life, too, just to I don't know if you've been in black churches, but they have, you know, the black mamas of the church, the mothers. And, you know, we always open and close each session with prayer Mm -hmm. and they always pray for the instructors and pray for the food that we've created and let it be nourishing. So just being amongst positive people people who are praying for you, you know, you get a good hug from the church mothers every week. And so that part of the job, I really love. I really love it. Mm-hmm. It's been a blessing to me. See, <clears throat> I have this problem, right? Well, most people got this problem of, you know, oh, uh, I'm going to eat, go to the gym, work out, you know, and lose weight. Mm-hmm. Or some people just starve themselves. Yeah. And... For most others, I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure what to do. But what would you tell somebody who practices such? Who starves themselves? Yeah, who starves themselves and who you know eats and then go work out and come and eat. Like. Oh, so, so to have balance, right? Okay. Hmm. So, so for the starving yourself part, I would just tell somebody to 
to get more information because there are healthier ways to not starve yourself, but mm-hmm. to it's called intermittent fasting. And that's when you only eat for certain times of the day or eat every other day or, you know, keep your calories restricted to a certain amount. Um, and that can be very healthy, not just for, you know, your physical health and what your body looks like and being able to lose weight, but for your mental health as well. You know, it can yeah. help you keep stay very focused and to build your brain back, mm-hmm. you know. So there's some very good studies on what that can do um, that some people may consider starving yourself, but there are healthier ways that you can do it. And for the people who use exercise as an excuse to eat whatever you want, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. Um, so you yeah, ever you, thought about like you have to be well rounded? You ever thought you know because you can't be everywhere at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know you focused in Baltimore. You know you start home. Mm-hmm. You focused in Baltimore, right? You mm-hmm. ever thought about like putting out you know like a, I don't know like a recipe? You know some some online that people can be like yo I like what they're listening and watching this and like I like what she's doing and I'm trying to you know I can't have you in my house. I live in Tennessee. You know put out like. Do you have blogging, like writing up? Uh, so that's something that I want to move into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of consider myself a micro blogger. So mm-hmm. with my Instagram, I, um, you know, I talk about my life. I talk about things I'm doing. I talk about um, things that I'm learning, things that are current for me. Um, but yeah, I definitely have plans on expanding that into mm-hmm. a formal blog. How would you define a healthy lifestyle? Like just, just cap it for me. Mm-hmm. So a healthy as as, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> It's integrative, right? So that means your mind, your body, and your spirit. So that means that you're feeding yourself on all of those levels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you're doing positive things that feed your, your mind uh, and that and your spirit. So that encompasses who you're around, um, who influences you, the voices that you listen to, um, your body, you know, that encompasses what you're eating and... Um, uh, you know, the things you take into your body and the things that you try to avoid and fitness and drinking water and all of that. So having well-rounded spirituality is definitely um, very important for me. Other than nutrition, right? Mm-hmm. What is the biggest change you've made in your life that worked out best for you? Developing a spiritual practice. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean being religious, but just feeding yourself spiritually and um, learning about energy right. and how 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 thoughts are energy and mm-hmm. how your thoughts can change your life and change the world and yeah. All right, I'm about to ask you two very important questions <laughs> you know, just to wrap up this segment. Um, first, what advice do you have? You know, for the you know for the masses, and secondly, you know, for those who actually want to you know pursue this path, you know, to become a nutritionist mm-hmm. or a dietitian, mm-hmm. what advice do you have for them? Okay, so I'll do the second one first. Um, So if you want to pursue this path, uh, I would definitely say become credentialed. So there are ways that you can do this uh, with some type of certificates that you can earn online. So just if that's going to be your lane, do your research, compare your programs, um, and also look at the types of jobs that you can land uh, with those types of certifications. But for me, uh, having a master's is definitely a plus. Um, You're taken more seriously on paper uh, and you've you've just proved that you know what you're talking about. Uh, What was the other part? The first part? (laughs) (laughs) I was so focused on it. (laughs) Healthy lifestyle. 
in 30, all my in, advice yeah in oh, what yeah. i would get so i've been talking about it this whole presentation this whole recording that we're doing decrease the amount of meat you're eating especially the processed meats especially the smoked meats uh the cured meats the um uh, what else? Things that come in a can. <laughs> is it just like, meat? What feel like you just talking to me right now? <laughs> what is else? It, is what it else? just meat what though? Um, the the um, lunch meat, the bacon, the Hot things dog. like that. Oh yeah, you already know. See, <laughs> so the cutout specifically stuff like that, and specifically stuff like that is not doing your body any favors. Mm. It's not doing you any favors. Yeah. It's increasing your risk of a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the balance, you know, of course, you know, mind, body, soul, spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how can people reach your social? Okay, so I am Neek, the nutritionist everywhere. That's N-E-K, mm-hmm. the nutritionist. And you can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, and on my website at NeekTheNutritionist.com. Nick, appreciate you coming through. I got I got to pick your brain after because, you know, I'm serious about this getting weight joint. Yes. Well, I had so much fun here today. Y'all scared me a little bit. <laughs> How so? How so? I didn't know what questions y'all were going to go for. Hey, now, nah, you know, we do, our digging. we do our digging. We prepare. <laughs> appreciate you coming through. Yeah, appreciate Thank you, you so much. Lots of, lots of, yeah, garnered a lot of information. Like, yeah, and that's what it's about. Really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Man, next week. Yes, sir. Let me know. I'm sitting down with Gwendolyn Goop. You know, a breast cancer survivor and warrior who has also lost a child in the, in, 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 to cancer. Um, she will be here telling us her story and also, um, you know, introducing her, you know, platform. Yeah. Um, Sway, Sway Shore. Sway Shore. Yeah, Sway I'm Shore. Like, yeah, I got lots of good. I'm interested in why she yeah. picked that name. It's a perfect segue from, you know, this, this week's episode yeah. talking about, you know, healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, foods and you can cause cancer and yeah. things mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, we're going to hear from her. Breast cancer survivor who's yeah. also lost a family member from cancer. From cancer to yeah, her, her, yeah. her, her son. Yeah, her son. Yeah, her son. Yeah. You know, so it's really going to be deep. Looking forward to that. Yeah, man. Um, you've been watching Stuck in the Middle. You Follow know, us on all social media yeah. platforms, sitmpodcast.com. Yep. Got questions, concerns, email us. Email us. Stuck in the Middle, yep. 237 at gmail.com. Yeah, go, 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 go stream that temptation, man. That temptation by reflex, yes, sir. And yeah, subscribe man. on our YouTube channel as well, you know, so you can stay up to date yeah. with all the awesome videos that our man behind the scenes views is cutting up for us, yeah. You know, what I mean, most definitely, most definitely, yes, sir. And if you get if you get the timeline of that video, I mean, the 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 are we talking it? about temptation? Yeah, temptation. If you're talking about the, stuck um, in the <laughs> man, hold on, man. If you get the um, the um, um, the how you call it, the storyline, yeah, the storyline, yeah. man, because it blew me. I didn't, I did not know what the storyline was till. Early this week to recent. Bro, you've seen that video you from the day we shot it. Dude, <laughs> I didn't get it, though. It so when you got it, what, what, what I was, was like, mind blowing. But, anyways, <laughs> super dope. But yeah, man, we stuck in the middle. Yeah, we out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Stuck in the Middle Podcast. You can email us at stuckinthemiddle237 at gmail.com. Stay connected with us on social media at SITM Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And visit us on the web at sitmpodcast.com.